0: Welcome back to the Policy Wonk Podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Kale. i was trying to really hone in on like, the radio announcer voice. Adam Royko, shout out. Um, shout out Adam. Said, <laughs> said that I should start announcing things like a radio show talk host. I, I mess with that. Like I wish, wholeheartedly. Oh yeah, no, I'm totally down for it. And I guess in terms of uh, being a radio show host and talking about absolute craziness. <laughs> How about that Republican debate What's last night?
1: Crazy segue. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, so I mean kind of hard to ignore the news mm-hmm. if you're a policy wonk like us. The not Trump candidates of the Republican Party uh for the for the primary to be the nominee to be the next president of the United States. Did you like how I did that? Yeah. Very long, very long run-on title. Run on title. Mm. Yeah, but they all they all got together at their little clubhouse, the uh, Reagan Presidential Library in California, <laughs> to uh, spend an hour and a half talking over each other. And
0: <sighs> yeah, me and Kale, we we tuned in last night um, to watch it. I tapped out about halfway through after they started talking about trans people and LGBTQ people. Yeah. Uh, Because it was just really horrible, horrific things being said. And I don't, I don't tolerate that. Uh, That's my line. It was also very late because, you know, like
1: West Coast. Yeah. It started at nine o'clock for us.
0: Yeah. It was really just a bunch of nothing. There's nothing really new.
1: A whole lot of nothing. Yeah. The only thing that is slightly new compared to the first one is everybody ganged up on Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. Um, and then they all kind of pivoted a little more anti-Trump, mm-hmm. which like, that's how you win this primary. Yeah, is is going after the front runner, but even then, it was still not. It, it's not enough.
0: No, it's not. I mean, the night started talking about Trump, and the night also ended talking about Trump. Yeah. Um. There were good performers from the debate last night, from what I've from the half of it that I watched. But the winner um, was Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, Trump probably won the debate. Yeah. Which, I mean, do you think that him skipping the first and second debates going to be a problem if he does it again in the third debate? Or do you think that he's just not going to go? He's just not going to go. And it's not going to be an issue.
0: It's not going to do anything to him unless – I mean, I don't even think the GOP would disqualify him from running in their primaries if he doesn't attend the third one. I mean – he, I mean, it's clearly not hurting him, polling wise. It, it, I mean, if it is, very insignificant amount.
1: And I mean, we've been trained not to trust polls. Yeah. <laughs> since twenty sixteen, I mean,
0: the other thing is, is that really there's a good argument to be had that debates don't do anything. Anymore. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They don't. I mean, Obama had a nice debate boost in two thousand eight and twenty twelve, but really nothing big. And in our time of, you know, pretty intense polarization, doesn't really mean anything. Even polarization within the Republican Party, mm-hmm. Trump supporters are Trump supporters, and they are not changing. They are not switching sides.
1: And you know, honestly, the there's an argument to be made that the only people who benefit from a debate like this would be the people who are coming in dead last. Yeah. <laughs> the people who don't get nearly as much media attention. who yeah. Their numbers, their little boost isn't going to help. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like Bergum.
0: Yeah. Oh, Doug. That was really so sad to watch him try to butt in. Yeah, honestly. It was really, I feel kind of bad for the guy. I won't lie. I mean, they really, did they direct any additional questions towards him?
1: Uh, They said that they would. I don't remember anything specific i think that when he did speak though i think that he probably did the best out of the group oh
0: no he definitely did the best out of terms of actually answering questions oh
1: 100
0: because i mean and this is typical of all politicians yeah republican democrat whatever but i think one of the things that pissed me off the most um was, <laughs> was mike pence was asked a very direct question by i can't remember her name Uh, one of the moderators, and she specifically asked, what are you going to do to protect LGBTQ people? One, I think that question was was directed towards Mike Pence for a very specific reason. Very specific reason. But two, um, he said he didn't even say the word LGBTQ. He just said that he would be a president that defended all people. And then he totally ignored the question and then rambled about something else.
1: Yeah, that's the question where he spent... Half of his like minute response or whatever, talking about something completely different. Yeah, and then he was like, "Oh wait, what's the question again?" or yeah. whatever he did.
0: There's a lot wild. of it. Like, what what was the? There was another issue brought up. Um, but yeah,
1: like early on, Tim Scott, he he got a question that was about like UAW strikes, like the workers, and it's more, it was more specifically, it was about Biden joining the picket line yeah and then he like pivoted to the southern border
0: yeah he then it was a crazy pivot insane pivot and then he started um lambasting unions
1: yeah that was a terrible take
0: yeah
1: coming from a republican i would expect that Mm -hmm. but even then it was like terrible
0: well at least trump is like pretending to be pro-worker and pro-union
1: by being in the Detroit area.
0: Yeah, by going <laughs> to an un- a non-unionized factory. That's crazy. Which, but really, it was just such a bizarre thing to watch. Personally, I think I think the person that did the best was probably between Nikki Haley and like probably Chris Christie. Really? Like
1: I I understand Haley. I I I'm gonna venture out and say I agree with you on Haley, but really, Chris Christie.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's. I think Chris Christie's really just in a really <laughs> rough spot. I mean, if anyone, if anyone is beating Joe Biden in a general election, it's either Chris Christie or Nikki Haley, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, because they are they are the two people that appear most normal. Especially Chris Christie. I mean, he's a New England Republican. And if you know a lot about politics, like more in depth, um, you know that a lot of those New England states will just keep voting for Republican New England governors because New England Republicans are just a little bit more moderate, actually a lot more moderate than their Midwestern, Southern, and hell, even West Coast Republicans.
1: They're the... Socially liberal, fiscally conservative bunch. The actual, to an extent.
0: Yeah, to an extent, but like actually. Yeah. Not like fake libertarians in <laughs> New Hampshire. Cough, cough.
1: What? <laughs> what a crazy Twitter account. <laughs> I mean, like I have a crazy Twitter account. Trump has. Never mind. He doesn't have a Twitter account anymore. But I feel. Yeah, like he does. He's oh stay. yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, who
0: Who do you think? One. Or did the best? I should say.
1: Who do I think did the best? Probably Haley. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm going to stick with what I said a minute ago. I think that when Burgum did speak, he did pretty good.
0: He did pretty good. It's just really – I think the whole thing for me is that he it, it just looks so desperate on his part. It is very sad. And I think any regular person watching that debate, which I don't even know if any anyone who doesn't vote in a primary even watch those debates <laughs> – Except if they were, if, except if they lost a bet or were playing a drinking game. <laughs> but, a drinking game. That's funny. Doug Burr, it just looks so pathetic. It looks so pathetic.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and and honestly, I think somebody else who kind of looked pathetic was, was Ron DeSantis. He didn't speak I'm not for like lie. the first 12 to 15 minutes of the debate. I'm
0: not going to lie. I kind of totally forgot. That Ron DeSantis was even there until you just said it now. That's funny because he did so poorly because we've talked about it before. I don't know if we've talked about it on here. What? that He's a robot. Well, one he is a robot. <laughs> if I feel like he's he's actually just like he's actually just like three kids in a trench coat <laughs> or like what, what, what's a actually he's just an alligator in a suit. That's to, I like. I don't believe. I don't think. I don't think Ron DeSantis is an actual person. I don't think he's real.
1: That's not a crazy take.
0: <laughs> but getting more, getting, getting more serious, uh, yeah. kind of. Ron DeSantis is so unbelievably uncharismatic, awkward, and stands for literally nothing. Don't look at me with that smile, Kale. You look like Ron,
1: <laughs> Ronnie boy. But Meatball.
0: He, he's just so bad at speaking. Mm-hmm. If anyone should not be going to the debates or skipping the debates, it's Ron DeSantis.
1: He doesn't benefit from them. He doesn't. It's so bad. He went from being second to like dropping in the polls. Yeah. Below Rama Swami.
0: I saw. I remember seeing people in 2022 wearing DeSan- DeSantis. Oh brother, DeSantis 2024 shirts. And now here we are in the year of our Lord 2023. <laughs> And Ron DeSantis is now known as the Meatball or Pudding Ron. The pudding ad is crazy. Ron DeSantis loves sticking his fingers where they don't belong. And we're not just talking about pudding. DeSantis has his dirty fingers all over senior entitlements. But it's just so... Oh. The poor guy. There's just nothing to say about how horrible he's been doing.
1: And then he's going to debate Gavin Newsom?
0: That is... He has a death wish. That's
1: a terrible decision.
0: Gavin Newsom, put aside all your possible qualms with the guy, is probably one of the best debaters in the political sphere.
1: He messed up Sean Hannity on his own show.
0: One, Gavin Newsom is handsome. Two, he's he's very he's he's incredibly smart yeah he's incredibly he's an incredibly smart person and three he has like like you said he out debated Sean Hannity on his own show his own show and you're telling me that Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis are going to debate and you think DeSantis is going to win that debate
1: DeSantis only can debate when he has like a memorized quippy remark that ends in a creepy smile
0: yeah there's no I mean I'm That's the only debate I'm excited for.
1: I will not let you down.
0: Is the (laughs) DeSantis-Newsom debate. That is going to be the debate that I'm going to tune into and not even turn it off.
1: Yeah, honestly. Another one-on-one debate that I would watch for fun is Haley and Ramaswamy.
0: That'd be funny, too. They went at it Mm -hmm.
1: the whole night. And it was mainly mainly Haley versus Ramaswamy. Not Ramaswamy, versus Haley. Mm. But... She said, what did she say? She was like, every time you speak, I get a little dumber or something. I feel like I get or a little dumber. That is so crazy. <laughs>
0: TikTok is one of the most dangerous social media apps yes, that is. we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. She, because I think, I think the, I think really the, the four people that are serious candidates that we should be looking at that are actually important. Let's hear him. Let's hear him. Donald Trump. Donald T. Nikki Haley. Nikki H. Vivek Ramaswamy. The guy from Cincinnati, and Chris Christie.
1: The big man
0: from New Jersey. Those are the yeah, those are the only people that have an actual genuine shot at winning the primary, but but also continuing their actual political career after twenty twenty four.
1: You think Christie can continue if he loses?
0: He'll do something.
1: I bet he can. Yeah. I bet
0: he won't though. He he could, but he probably won't. Yeah.
1: He could well. I don't think he could be governor of New Jersey again. They didn't really like him on his way out. No.
0: <laughs> no.
1: What's crazy about him is that during the debate, Trump's team, Trump's media team, mm-hmm. was like posting just pictures of of Chris Christie, fat shaming him. It's so fucked up. It's insane. And I, I'm, this is, this is not what we should be talking about on this podcast. But out of all those people on that screen behind you. Chris Christie is the biggest.
0: This is true. And out
1: of all the candidates in that field, I don't think Trump has any, any room to talk. No, he does not.
0: <laughs> just like Trump doesn't have any room to talk about Biden's health. Right? Like He's only like four years younger than him and he's not doing well either. No, no. <laughs> but the other thing that I saw was just how awkward Mike Pence and Tim Scott were. Tim Scott was terrible he won he he had a just a terrible debate performance, but he was just so oh, it was just so awkward to watch
1: did you see the what he posted like the day before no. on Twitter? Mm-mm. It was like this picture of him glancing off into the distance and like at this like sundown, he's looking at like the Reagan library and he's like, "I'm pondering the legacy of Reagan or something like that twenty four hours before the debate, pondering the legacy. Dude, it's not that serious. I'm kidding. It is that serious. It's the presidential election. Actually,
0: but, I do see how Tim Scott's pondering Reagan's legacy because Tim Scott also hates unions. <laughs> he
1: did kind of imply. Um, he said that he can't fire UAW workers that are on strike because they're not federal employees. Mm-hmm. But he did imply that if like unions related to like air traffic control and stuff... It, it, like, he basically made a reference to Reagan, how he fired people and, like, made it harder for people to, like, organize when they're federal employees.
0: Which is such a stark contrast to what Biden did over the weekend. Which was? Or on Monday, which was he he walked an actual picket line with UAW strikers.
1: What's crazy is he said, and I quote, I've walked on many UAW picket lines, but this is my first time as president which like yeah that's correct what's crazy is on social media even like the news like news Mm -hmm. fox news like put the incorrect subtitles on it that said this was the first time he's done it in person like just one shut up that's not what he said yeah two that's just blatant misinformation
0: i do want to clarify for uh people listening kale did just do heavy air quotes around news before saying fox news yeah we, uh, that's a very i just want everyone to know um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm talking to every listener that is a union member and i'm pretty sure people know this that that are part of unions republicans are not your friends no they are so not your <laughs> friends I can tell you that under the Biden administration, the NLRB has been so unbelievably pro-worker that it's literally, it hasn't been seen maybe ever, but at least since Lyndon Johnson, the president, not my cat. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. But it was, wow, very awkward performance by those, by those two.
1: We were, for, for everybody who wasn't with us last night, we were keeping track of times where like Pence would make a funny joke. And then when he would make an unfunny joke, mm-hmm. unfortunately he the last joke he made was rather unfunny. Yeah,
0: It's also rather kind of
1: gross. I think the only funny, like genuine joke that anybody made that is like stuck with me mm-hmm. is when Chris Christie said, listen here, Donald,
0: I know you're <laughs> watching cause
1: you can't help yourself. And he's like, just went on a tangent about how he wasn't there. And then he said, we're going to start calling you Donald Duck.
0: And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching. Okay? And you're not here tonight, not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on this stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. All right. That was... So funny. Chris Christie's really the only person on that stage that can actually be funny, and it's not. I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing with you.
1: Yeah, listen, like you say this all the time, and I agree with you. Politics aside, Donald Trump was the funniest president we've had. Yeah, I would argue Joe Biden and Obama close second. Mm-hmm. But if Chris Christie was president, he would easily take the top spot
0: because he's just one. He's from New Jersey. So he's naturally funny. So he's naturally or he's, funny. He's
1: either naturally funny or naturally insufferable. That's just true. I just lost the New Jersey vote when I run for president, but
0: New Jersey's gonna vote sixty forty for a Republican.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what, it won't be Chris Christie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Mike Pence as well. He it's really I don't I don't think enough people talk about it. It's really incredible that the former vice president of the United States is trailing so far behind everyone else
1: i mean a chunk of his constituency wanted to, to like hang him yeah
0: wanted to kill him but so he's also just i don't really know what mike pence believes in like i can't i can't really tell the only three candidates that i can tell actually have a legit platform that isn't just donald trump is nikki haley vivek and chris christie Like, Chris Christie, to me, is just, like, a Bush Republican. Yeah. Or, I mean, hell, maybe even, like, a McCain or or a Romney. Like, definitely a conservative, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he's not a populist. And he's not completely gone gone crazy in terms of this, like, eliminationist rhetoric against Democrats and, like, the opposition. Mm Mm-hmm. Nikki Haley she kind of drank the Kool-Aid. She kind of drank the Kool-Aid. When she was
1: the ambassador to the UN. She
0: really did. And then Vivek is like probably further right than where Donald Trump was. Yeah. In 2016 and 2018.
1: I'd probably I'd I'd probably rather have Trump than Vivek.
0: Yeah. Like
1: at least he has at least he has 4 years experience of being president.
0: I actually I'm glad you brought that up because I can't tell you how disturbing it is for him to talk about ending birthright citizenship. Yeah. Like it's it's extremely it's it's really bizarre that people think they can even like have this conversation and his his whole like his his legal argument to end it is just so stupid and doesn't make sense. Like the 14th Amendment that guarantees birthright citizenship exists for a very important and specific reason because up until the 14th amendment because of the dred scott case i'm sorry you all probably feel like you're in high school again or college <laughs> history black people were not they were they were literally not considered citizens they like that court said you are not citizens because you are not because you are black and after we fought the civil war we passed the 14th amendment to make sure that anyone born on american soil is an american citizen and you cannot be denied any rights because you were born here. That is something that is an integral part of any democratic country, in my opinion. Europe does their own thing, whatever. But this is the United States of America. This is not Britain. This is not Japan. This is not any other country on earth. It's the United States. And we have a very long history with discrimination against other people, specifically people that have been historically, you know, subject to enslavement. And to end and to end that protection. And to think you can end that protection should be immediately disqualifying from holding any public office from the federal level to, fu- sorry for my language, not, not anything new from the federal language, from the federal level to fucking dog catcher. You shouldn't be eligible to run for office.
1: I think it's so funny that when we talk about little, little local parties, not parties, little local offices, we talk about good dog catcher.
0: It just makes me so angry. It makes me so angry.
1: Just to to clarify, people born here are protected by due process Mm -hmm. under the law. And if you end that, these people, these children, these infants do not have due process.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that is an issue. That's, like, the main issue for me is strictly due process, Mm -hmm. let alone everything else.
0: You already have the issue of children brought here by their parents illegally, um, don't have any kind of legal representation when they're going in front. If they actually end up getting in front of a immigration judge, they're not being given lawyers, which is already like a huge issue. No one's talking about you want to like, everyone's talking about illegal immigration. We have to talk about the actual legal immigration system itself, but now you want to end due process for children are you like a ghoul? That's how we gotta frame it. Are you a ghoul? That's I mean that's what he said. That's what he said.
1: <laughs> that's so crazy.
0: Oh man. Let's see, this is why I turn the debate off. Because I get angry.
1: Most of the things that enraged me came out of Vivek Brahmaswamy's mouth.
0: hmm Cause he's comically evil. He's comically evil and he's just like evil, evil. And he's from Ohio. Womp womp. Womp womp. (laughs) I wonder what congressional
1: district he lives in. I know he lives in Columbus, but I doubt he lives in mine.
0: Probably. (sighs) Probably Carrie. That's mine. Hmm.
1: There's no way he lives in my part of town.
0: He's scared of you. Yeah. He's scared of you. He doesn't
1: want to. He doesn't want to step on my turf. He doesn't
0: want to step on my turf. This is my congressional district. (laughs) Oh. I think after seeing everyone's debate performance last night, and I know it's about, it's like a year away, the 2024 presidential election. God,
1: it's so far away, but it feels like it's right here.
0: I mean, look, primaries are going to start relatively soon, which is an insane thought. That's so crazy. But... I'm, you know, knock on wood. I really, I really don't, I really don't think Biden has a lot to worry about. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I think when, I don't, like I said, I don't think regular voters that turn out for hell, even just presidential elections, are watching debates. They do see clips. And the things that are going to make the news and that they're going to see on Twitter and Facebook, are going to be the clips of every single one of those candidates arguing with each other. And then on our – and well, it is our side. On the Democrats' side, you're going to see Joe Biden walking a picket line with workers. Mm-hmm. You're going to see him talking about the stuff he's done because mm-hmm. he has a long rap sheet now. And I think come election day 2024, I think independent – vote. I, I mean Democrats are going to show up for Joe Biden. But I think independent voters are going to look at their options, whoever it is, and go, I remember seeing all these people arguing with each other and not getting anything done. And then I see Joe Biden, who maybe maybe they don't like him that much. But they go, I trust that guy more because he's actually done stuff and he's not bickering mm-hmm. constantly with people.
1: I think it's it's because of what you just said. It's It's people – Watching clips of Mike Pence talking about sleeping with his wife for 38 years, yeah. or Chris Christie calling the former president Donald Duck, mm-hmm. or the clip where they're all screaming over top of each other for like 13 seconds, mm-hmm. and the moderator is losing control of the debate compared to Biden's campaign strategy so far, which is just being the president. Yeah, it's and literally doing just presidential shit.
0: His entire, his, his overall strategy so far is literally just doing his job. Mm hmm. He just does his president stuff.
1: It's getting stuff done. Getting it done. But I think it's because of those reasons that, circling back to our first little discussion question, the real winner of last night's debate was Joe Biden.
0: Shout out. Shout out. Joe, if you want to be on, just let me know.
1: We got an empty seat right there and right there. We We got got
0: two. We got two. We got two. We can have Joe and we can have Chris Christie. Somehow I got on his... uh, text list so I get I get text messages from Chris Christie now do you really yeah I don't know how they got my phone number (laughs) it's probably just out there in the ether anyways
1: yeah you know honestly
0: yeah well what's so funny about it tangent for a bit is that it immediately added his contact in my phone so now it just says (laughs) Chris Christie in my messages and I just think that's really funny
1: you should make his profile picture
0: a Krispy Kreme donut? I was going to say an M&M. Oh. I'm not going to lose an m and I'm not an going to M&M. lose an M&M. Not one.
1: That's so funny. Uh, what a guy. What a guy. But, you know, we have one more debate. We have one more debate. God, I, I honestly, if, if Trump is there, I will watch the entire thing. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care how late it is. Actually, it's in Miami. It'll be in our time zone. But,
0: right? Oh, in the free state of Florida? <laughs>
1: The not so free, not so state of not so Florida, not
0: so state. More <laughs> well, like a little fiefdom. By this, I point. was going to say,
1: Desantis is fiefdom. Yeah. Oh, that's a, he also said last night. He like fought the big battles and won for the free state of Florida. You lost to Disney. Yeah. That's like the quintessential thing when I think of Florida. Lost, it's Disney and the Everglades. Lost
0: to Disney in like a really funny way too.
1: Honestly, really funny. Shout out Disney sometimes.
0: Honestly, yeah. But. It's really been a slow news week. Really slow. news. It's week. been very slow because besides the probably impending government shutdown on Saturday night. Yeah. Really the thing, most things dominating the news has been the Republican debate in Biden in Detroit. See, I wish, I wish that we could have talked
1: about, you know, the sham impeachment inquiry hearing that happened this week, but I watched most of it. It's like nothing. It's just nonsense. a lot of nothing. I'll tell you what, the Republican Party has done such a good job. House Republicans have done such a good job convincing me not to vote for (laughs) Hunter Biden. Yeah. But, you know, he's not running for president, so I don't care.
0: Yeah, I can tell you, I'm not voting for Hunter Biden.
1: I will not be voting for Hunter Biden in the 2024 presidential election.
0: I will, however, be voting for Joe Biden.
1: I think I will be, too. But, you know super slow news week give us something to talk about next week
0: someone needs to like just lauren bobert if you're hearing this do something <laughs> crazy please we need to talk about it pretty please pretty please you know ntg gonna...
1: give us something
0: you are so losing your job next year just do the just do whatever you want
1: yeah honestly you don't have anything to worry about yeah you hear this you hear this lauren do something funny give us something to talk about
0: just let's just like don't go see beetlejuice again yeah don't do that just don't do that like okay how about this (laughs) do something funny and crazy that doesn't break the law
1: yeah that would be ideal right you know for like law and order purposes but for funny (laughs) for funny things you know do what you want just as long as no one gets hurt so we can talk about it
0: that's a real libertarian point of view Oh,
1: I take back <laughs> what I said. I take that back. But, Joe, that's all I have for today. Is that all you got?
0: That's all I got. Crazy. Crazy week, but not in the news. You know, maybe one day
1: that'll be us on that stage in the Republican presidential primary debates.
0: Another party switch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or the libertarian debates. No. No.
0: No. No.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: But thank you for listening to the Policy Wonk podcast. We'll see you next week. I'm Joe. And I'm policy. And your policy. <laughs> we'll see you guys.